0: So Chris, do you remember the momentous day that you got a friend request from your mom on Facebook?
1: Yes. I remember that very clearly. It was, uh, it was a sad day in social media freedom for Chris J.
0: Has it changed the way that you uh, use Facebook now?
1: Um, yes. I, you know, I'm definitely aware that my mom spends a lot of time on Facebook. And uh, <laughs> she's always commenting on pictures. She's always sending me notes that don't necessarily make sense. You know how people invite you to things on Facebook yes. like hundreds of times a day? Uh-huh. My mom feels like every one of those is a serious invitation. Miss <laughs> Pam, you don't have to go to everything everyone invites you to on Facebook. Like she'll write me and be like, I don't think I can make it to this, Chris. It looks like it's at a hip-hop nightclub in Shreveport. Maybe you could go in my place. And I'm like, Mom, they sent that to 5,000 people. They didn't Seriously, invite you. <laughs> I love it. Well, um,
0: and one of the stories from our first live storytelling night uh, was told by our our good friend John Mackey about um about something not related to his mom. But after he uh, tells the story, we're gonna we're in for a special treat, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. So John Mackey's story was one of the most uh, uh popular stories of the night. I think people were rolling in the aisles laughing, and I think you'll enjoy it too. So here it is.
0: So uh, I've known John for many years. I don't remember how we first met. Um, but John has uh, all sorts of great stories. And the story that he recommended to me that he tell tonight is a story I had never heard before. Your parents don't know this story. No, they don't, no. actually. So um, we're, we're going to be in on the secret with you. Cool. Awesome. Okay. John Mackey, everybody. All right. I just want to point out, if, we, if we've got extra time, there's something I'd like to do, and it's read uh, texts from my mom. <laughs> I'm serious about that. They're, they're unbelievable. OK, so I um, should probably say shit straight off the bat, <laughs> just, just for people are wondering if, <laughs> who is going to break the seal on that one. <laughs> uh, OK, sorry. Sorry to my mom. Uh, yeah, true. It's it's not that I have, like avoided telling the story to my family. It just like never really occurred to me because it was just something weird that happened to me a long time ago. That at the time I probably had a good reason to cover it up, but then I just forgot about it. So um, before I tell the story, uh, I want to make two brief uh, caveats. The first is that nothing happens in the story at all, and so yeah. So and then and then the other one is is that one thing you should really know uh, about me is as a child as a young person I was extremely shy like inordinately shy you know I spent the first uh, three months of my life on the earth in an incubator you know and that you know caused all sorts of uh, internal issues not true at all (laughs) (laughs) but I was very shy very shy and that's it's going to be important for you to know that because. Uh, there's a series of small decisions that I make that just like they hinge on this fact that I was in- incredibly shy, so um okay, so this story is about my first job, um which was I was a waiter at Chang's buffet. yes, mm, delicious <laughs> yeah. that was that was it and does a wait does a buffet need waiters? Well, yes, well, yes it does. <laughs> no, it was one, yeah. So uh anyway, as I mentioned, I was, I was a very shy person, so a, a waiter naturally was a perfect fit for me. and uh, I, um it was one of those things where i I had played sports every summer uh for as you know as long as I was growing up. so the last summer that there was, there was no more sports because obviously I, had, I graduated school, so it was like kind of like American thing to do for my parents to insist that I get a job so. There I was, and I knew somebody that worked there and they got me the job. So it wasn't because I have any stellar, interpersonal talents that I had that I got this job as a waiter. It was strictly through personal connections and probably a huge mistake. But anyway, so the point is I I worked at this restaurant. Uh, It wasn't a restaurant, it was a buffet. There's a difference, I think. (laughs) And uh, I was was a very, very bad waiter. I was very shy and a very terrible waiter. Uh, You were very lucky if I showed up at your table at all. If you had a child with you, I almost certainly would not show up. I, I didn't know where the high chairs were. Uh, if you were foolish enough to place an order to the kitchen, it would not get there unless I could find someone else to bring it back. It just wasn't happening. Uh, mainly you could find me hiding behind the coke machine eating fortune cookies. and I amassed a giant pile of fortunes by the end of that summer. I swear. So Anyway, so I've established I was very shy. This made me a very terrible waiter. As a result, I made very little money in tips. Because who's tipped at a buffet before? Show of hands. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> your patronage. Uh, anyway, so, but, uh, there were a few notable, ex- there was like two or three people that would come in and tip me a lot of money. And that that's where this story begins. So, um, there was one gentleman in particular that would always leave a healthy tip. And uh, I assumed that it was because he enjoyed the buffet (laughs) and, and the soft drinks, which I brought to his table. I could never quite remember what his order was, but he would always get a soft drink whenever he showed up. And I'm sure that the outpouring of money was for that. So (laughs) uh, anyway, one day, you know, he just is like, you know, I don't know if you're ever looking for some extra money. And I was like, yes, yes, I am looking for extra money and I make almost nothing here. Uh, And so he says, well, I happen to have a catering business. And if you are ever interested in one weekend making some extra money, here's my card. You can come, you can serve as a caterer. And I thought, terrific. You know, you don't have to talk to people. You just, you just, I pictured, you know, a catering job is you just, you pick up the mashed potatoes with a spoon and then you put it on the plate. Don't even make eye contact. You just stare at the plate and you do the thing and you're good. So, uh, you know, after a while, I decided it would be a good idea to call him. And so he invites me to his uh, his office for an interview. And so, um... So I go in for the interview. I've never been in an interview before, by the way. Also important, it was. It seemed like a big deal, you know, an interview for a job, and I'd never done it before because I just, you know, to be a waiter at a buffet, uh, you requires very little prior experience, or, (laughs) or skills of any, kind really, and so you don't you don't have to interview for that. But for this job there was an interview. So I went in, and he was like, oh, great. Wonderful to see you. You know, the first thing we're going to need to do is we're going to need to uh, fit you for, for the catering garments. And, uh, yeah, I thought, of course. This is a, a first-class establishment. I'm going to need to get the best fitting catering garments that I can. So, um, so naturally, he takes me into a room with the catering garments. He says, okay, well, how, how about you try on a shirt right here? So <laughs> nothing else. It's, it's, it's natural. Just, yeah, just change into the shirt right there. So <laughs> this, this is what I did. And so he said, right, I think this one will fit you. Try this one. He was right. Uh, he's a very good judge of size. And <laughs> so... Um, anyway, I'm changing. He's like, "Wow, you know, I really noticed that you've got an athletic physique." And I was like, "Wow, how, how observant is this fella?" You know. <laughs> uh, so he says, "You know, uh, in addition to catering, I also have some stripping jobs uh, that you might be interested in." I was like, "Wow, well, so flattered. Wow." Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm sure this is, what a great interview. I I thought for a minute about doing it. I thought, you know, my, my, my thought was this. Again, as a very shy person, minimal interaction with people is important, A. And B is that the interaction you do have doesn't call any attention to you whatsoever. So I considered this for a minute because I thought, I could wear a mask, I thought certainly there are strippers that wear a mask, and this is like 15 minutes of hell and then you get paid a lot of money and you don't have to see them at all, ever, again, after that, and you've got you got the money and everything, but... So I said, you know, I don't think, I don't know, you know, I'm gonna have to get back with you on this stripping thing, he said, okay, well that, that's fine, so well, why don't you change back into your regular clothes, and then let's continue this interview in my office. And I thought, sure, you know, this is a big job. There's it's several parts to this interview. <laughs> and so I follow him back into his office and I sit down in a chair from across the desk. And uh, so, you know, he's asked me some questions, I'm sure that I don't remember what they were, but I was answering them best as I could. It, it certainly wasn't about my my prior work experience or anything like that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're talking and he's asking me questions and I'm answering them. And he says, "You know what? what wouldn't you like to sit on the desk?" And I and I say, "Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love to sit on the. Sure, it's an interview. Why wouldn't I sit on the desk? I will sit on the desk. So." I sat on, you know, I sat on the opposite side of the desk. And then, you know, he's asking more questions, and, you know, and I'm answering questions. He said, so, what, wouldn't you like to sit on this side of the desk, like, right, right in front of me? And I thought, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why, why rock the boat, you know? This is a job interview. Let's, let's, let's do it. So yeah, I'm there, probably about 17 years old, and I'm sitting sitting on a man's desk, inches, inches from him. That that wasn't close enough for his, for his tastes. So you know some more questions and stuff, and then he's like, you know, uh, I'm just gonna go out a limb here, and uh, you just ask you, would it make you feel terribly uncomfortable if I asked you to sit in my lap? And. Uh, it, it took me a minute, you know, to to really decide that this was a minute to you know make a bold decision, and and I I did manage to say no to that. Wait, I said yes. Yes, that would make me uncomfortable. Is the yes? <laughs> so, yes, that would make me uncomfortable. Actually, I'm sorry. Uh, um. So, at some point, very quickly afterward, the interview ended, and I could only assume mean I did a great job uh, because you know he had asked all the questions I needed. Um, and that's just that, like I said, nothing happened. I swear, nothing happened. Uh, but the the really sad coda to the story is I'd never got a, a catering job) <laughs> <the whole thing. laughs> So yeah, back back to Chang's buffet. Anyway, that's my story. I've got a minute and six seconds left. They take a really long time. I mean, they're really, really good. I, I turn voice. my phone off. I, at one point I used to I started just texting my friends that just verbatim quoting texts from from uh, um. How have you liked driving the Jetta? I was driving her car. We are nearing Vicksburg. Vicky is sick and vomiting into her purse. Um, um. I'll just read one more. One of my fa- one of my favorite ones is where her her deep freezer went out. She told me everything that she had to throw out. Oh. She was in South Carolina, and she saw an alligator eat a rat.
1: You, um, do you remember like when your, when your folks jumped on? T- what, like, do you remember the first text from your mom? Did you think, oh shit, this is a thing now? I'm going to get texts from my mom.
0: I think that uh, my mom started texting um more seriously than than me for a while. Like I resisted text.
1: It's sort of a really like um what's the word I'm looking for like uh like um passive aggressive sort of like it's a very passive way to like I do not feel like calling you. I don't feel like talking to you, but I need to tell you something.
0: Yeah, you said passive aggressive not me. <laughs>
1: I read the one about vomiting into the purse, right? Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> what? Um. Well, I, then I I told I read to, gave you that one. Oh god! Oh my gosh! Oh, I don't know if I can read this. Oh jeez! How do I how do I read this?
1: Don't let us cause you any trouble at Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, I don't know. We only have like
1: 30 listeners. Yeah, that's
0: true. Again, you know these are completely context-free. There was a funeral crasher at his funeral. A guy riding by the church whom the family did not know stopped by the church. He went to the pulpit microphone and started reading from the Bible and kept on and on. Police came inside the sanctuary, get into position, and some people got scared. He was ushered out. His background check showed a DUI whew the church was almost packed with people so grateful that the Lord protected us all Oh, gosh! and then I texted her and I told her that I was showing people the text that she sent me about Vicki vomiting in her purse and she texted me saying that was truth not craziness poor thing it was a new purse and I was afraid she was gonna try to salvage it <laughs> do you need kefir? Garage freezer went out. I have a whole lawn bag of partially frozen food to throw away. I guess we'll have to take it to a landfill. In the, uh, when you told your story, you said that she sent you, like, a whole list of things that were in the freezer that she had to throw away? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, she does do lists. Details. Details are a form of love from a mom. The more details, the more love. She told me what kind of olive oil she bought. Extra virgin. It's Omaggio. Hi, can you get free shipping on Amazon Prime when ordering only one item? No follow-up. Just curious. (laughs) She doesn't say what she's ordering. No, no, that was the the end of that conversation. I said yes, and that was the end. (laughs) Did you just say yes? I said yes, ma'am.